welcome to uh, Capes and Japes, your number one source for uh, impressions of not critical role that just completely destroy everybody's audio. The the ones that you will not be hearing, probably. <laughs> I probably, probably not. I don't know, I don't know what kind of equipment they have over there at Critical Role that lets Sam Regal do his dark work without, like, destroying every microphone in the vicinity. <laughs> but I don't think we're at that level. I, I think, uh, Critical Role headquarters just have, like, actual audio wizards. Like literal wizard. Yes. Yes. No, I think I think that's that's the only explanation for it. Um uh since we uh since we can't do uh impressions of not critical role here, I guess we can talk about comic books instead. Who are we Whatever. gonna talk about, Olivia? Well, um today I think uh we are gonna talk about uh Superman's pal of Jimmy Olsen. I'm so glad that he gets the, like, Superman's girlfriend Lois Lane treatment. Yeah, no, this, listen, these are two, it's Superman's girlfriend and Superman's pal, which, you know, probably, if you're somebody who knows Superman and people know you know Superman, it's gonna be hard to be more famous than Superman. This is true, this is very, very true. Um, still, still pushing for Lois Lane's husband, Clark Kent. A very good comic book. We should, uh, we should do that one. We should, we should work on that one. Um, but, uh, James Bartholomew Olsen, uh, kind of perpetually known as, uh, Superman's pal, uh, is a very strange character. Um. And on paper, like, the concept and everything seems to, you know, just be perfectly normal. Uh, and then a lot of stuff happens. (laughs) Um, so, um, Jimmy Olsen was, uh, technically sort of introduced in, uh, issue six of Action Comics, um, where the series where Superman first appeared. Um, but this was just a, uh, a young man with a bow tie working in the Daily Planet offices. Um, and then, uh, later on, retroactively, uh, they were like, oh, yeah, that, that was, that was Jimmy. Um. That was definitely Jimmy the whole time. That was, yeah, that was him. Um, because the first time, uh, Jimmy Olsen is given a name and, uh, character, um, is in the, uh, Superman radio show, uh, The Adventures of Superman in 1940, um, which was, you know, in this time where, uh, in the golden age of comics where, like, all of these superhero comics were, like, very, very rapidly gaining a lot of popularity, a bunch of them uh, got radio shows, because they didn't have, you know, (laughs) blockbuster summer movies. Yeah. Um, but, uh, they, uh, they bring Jimmy in to the, uh, to the radio show, um, 
basically creating this character. I don't think they based it off that one boy with a bow tie in that one scene in Action Comics. Um, largely, because, uh, you know, as a radio show, uh, you need to have some people to talk to. Um, and if you just have, you know, Clark and Lois, um, I don't know if, if Perry White has, like, been given a name at this point, um, it's, you know, the, the field's a little sparse. 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 Uh, sparse. <laughs> um, I'm a professional podcaster. Talking's um, your job. Talking is my job. <laughs> um, but, uh, in, like, a lot of the same way that, uh, Robin is introduced uh, to Batman, because, like, Batman's solving crimes, and they can't just have Batman solving crimes talking to himself, but they can't have him silently solving crimes, <laughs> because that wouldn't be very interesting to read. So they're like, oh, he has a sidekick, and he can explain to his sidekick what he's doing. Um, so Jimmy exists partly to give Superman somebody to play off, partly to kind of, like, flesh out the world um, of the newspaper where, uh, Clark Kent is working. Um, I think the radio show is also where they, uh, give the, uh, the physical description of him, uh, being redheaded with freckles, which has, uh, continued <laughs> as, like, the, the most iconic thing, uh, about Jimmy Olsen. Um, so, uh, Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster are like, ah, yeah, this is actually a pretty good idea. Um, and so, uh, a year later, they, uh, reintroduce Jimmy into the comics. Or they take that boy and they were like, ah, he's a redhead now. And he was, uh, actually Jimmy, uh, the whole time. Um. He just had a phase where he dyed his hair. It's fine. Yeah, listen, don't worry about it. Um, early on, um... I think depictions vary on whether he's, like, a cub reporter or just, like, you know, like, uh, an office boy, um, or an intern or something like that, um, but, uh, he shows up a few times, uh, in these, in, like, the early 40s, um, but not a whole lot, not as, uh, as prominent as a uh a role he has in the in the radio show um so he he makes a few appearances they establish him as uh Jimmy Olsen um and then they kind of uh forget about him cuz Superman has a lot going on um in uh in the 50s um we enter the, uh, the Silver Age of comics, um, cause, uh, superhero comics start to kind of, uh, drop off, we get more, I, we go into this bit of history a lot, cause it always influences things, but superhero comics start to drop off, they start bringing in, like, horror comics and romance comics start to become more popular, um, then, uh, Frederick Wortham publishes Seduction of the Innocent and talks about how comic books are corrupting the youth of America and all of these horrible things that they're doing. Uh, and then the Comics Code Authority 
dictates what you can and can't have in comic books. Um, and then superhero comics have, like, a resurgence in, like, the mid-50s, um, because it's like, well, it's a lot easier to make these kid-friendly. Um, and they get weird. Um. (laughs) How weird? Real weird. So one of the, uh, one of the, uh, one of the more popular comics, um, and, like, more enduring comics uh of the silver age is uh a title called superman's pal jimmy olsen um which uh you know again like they also they have like superman's girlfriend lois lane um is doing her own thing um and the jimmy olsen comics are similar uh but honestly more out there Um, and there's, like, like, it's a clear, like, it's a very easy thing to market, like, again, in the same way that, like, Robin, uh, kind of appeals to younger readers who can relate to this young character, um, but it's also, like, Dick Grayson is a literal child, like, Jimmy Olsen has a job, like, he's young, but he, like, he's, like, he's, he's, he is an adult with a job. Um, Why do I feel like he is younger than that? That is, I don't know why that caught me off guard. I'm like, he is an adult. He does have a job. He does have a job. Um, And I don't know if they ever, like, give him a specific age. Um... But he's not, like, a child prodigy reporter. It's just that he's always portrayed, <laughs> he's like, the do- young. He's the Doogie Hauser of reporting. He's the Doogie... <gasps> we gotta get this kid on a paper! He's incredible! <laughs> um, but, uh, he, uh, this is also, um, when the Superman television show starts up in the early 50s, and Jimmy Olsen makes an appearance in that. Um, so a combination of things leads to them uh, just kind of relaunching Jimmy into comics. Um, the thing about Silver Age comics is that um, they get very into, like, extremely weird sci-fi elements. Like, everybody's always, like, time traveling, or there's talking gorillas, there's still talking gorillas in comics, um, or there's aliens, or they're going to planets that are inhabited by robots, or they're, like, you know, switching bodies with a fish, um, just, like, a lot of stuff like that. Aquaman um, helped my pal J- Jimmy Olsen switched bodies with a fish, and now I can't tell which one he is. I do. Aquaman helped there's me. There's all these fish! Aquaman, talk to all these fish and which one find out which one is my pal Jimmy Olsen. Poor Arthur is just like Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. Which one of you fish is Jimmy Olsen? He talks to a fish whose name is Jimmy, and it's just a regular fish named Jimmy. He's like, no, damn it. All right, and your last name, Swimmerton. Ugh, I don't need a Jimmy Swimmerton. I need a Jimmy Olsen. I'm sorry. Wait. <gasps> Jimmy Swimmerton! 
So was there a fish in Jimmy's body? I don't... Uh... I don't know if Jimmy Olsen actually switched bodies with a fish. This was just an example okay. that came to mind. It but probably statistically did happen. Now I'm just thinking about what would a fish do given a human body? Kind of, I'd probably just sort of flop around like a magic carp. I mean, but it would be able to breathe. It would be able to breathe, but I don't think it would know how limbs work. That's fair. Um, it would probably like wriggle around, right? <laughs> oh boy, you're like, you come into work and you just see Jimmy Olsen kind of lying on the floor, just like wriggling back and forth, and you're like, ah oh, boy, ah oh, jeez. <laughs> just, so the reporters just look at him and they're like, ugh, mood. <laughs> this kid is relatable. Mondays, am I right? <laughs> Is this a TikTok? Oh my god. Jimmy Olsen... 2019 Jimmy Olsen is great at TikTok. Yes. That is a fact. Um, so, um, the Silver Age comics, um, establish that, uh, Jimmy's parents are not part of his life, um, which is a great opportunity to be, you know... The superhero sidekick. Um, he, um, he dates, um, Lois's sister, Lucy. Um, and that's about the extent of normal things that happen. Because, um, every single weird thing that could possibly happen, uh, in these, like, very weird sci-fi comics, every single one of them happens to Jimmy Olsen. Oh, um, no. And, like, most of the, like, a lot of them happen because he knows Superman and he's a reporter. This series is also what, like, uh, establishes him as a photographer specifically, um, which is also what he's most known for now instead of, like, the kind of, like, varying jobs they gave him before. Um... Uh, he, uh, he time travels, he, uh, runs into a bunch of evil gorillas, he, uh, he gets turned into, uh, a, a, a frankly unbelievable number of things. Um, he, it's like, oh, he, he does switch bodies with a gorilla, um, he, uh, it's like, he gets uh, elastic powers at some point, he gets super speed, he turns radioactive, um, his brain gets super big, um, he turns into an octopus, he switches places with a genie, um, he gets fire breath, um, he turns into a porcupine, um, he, uh, he gets possessed by a viking, um, <laughs> just anything... Anything that could happen. That is an abs an absurd amount of things to happen to one man. That's, like, and that's just, like, that's not all of them. That's just, like, a sampling of the things. This comic God. book ran for 163 issues. Oh, and something no. weird happened to Jimmy in almost all of them. Oh, no. Jimothy. Um, 
Jimothy. Jimothy Olsen. Um, and it's also, like, like, it happens partly because he's, like, he's associated with Superman. And, like, um, he knows Superman and he kind of, like, hangs around with him. And he, like, he has this special, um, he has a signal watch, um, that Superman gives to him that summons Superman whenever he's in trouble because it, like, makes, like, this, like, uh, like, ultra high-pitched noise that only Superman is able to hear. Um, in, like, uh, in post-crisis continuity, um, it's established that he actually built the watch, with a, which I think is neat because he had, like, there was some kind of emergency, um, and his mom was calling 911, and Jimmy was like, no, 911 isn't going to get here in time. And he, like, like just, like, jerry-rigged this device that, like, would call Superman. And Superman's like, all right, don't, I'm impressed. Don't abuse this. Why wouldn't he also just, like, oh, well, hold on, you call 911, I'll work on this watch. Well, uh, yes, I think, I think that is, I think that is how it happens, so- but... <laughs> Just Jimmy like, no, mother. Stop it. Drop Do that phone. Do not call the authorities. I'm going to call Superman. How? With a very high-pitched noise. Why don't you I'm... just yell, hey, Superman, it's me, your pal Jimmy Olsen. I'm in a bit of a jam. Wouldn't well, he? <laughs> this, this was before they were pals. Okay. This, this, is how they, this is how he becomes Superman's pal. Okay. He calls Superman in this emergency. Um, and Before then also, this, they he... were co-workers, not friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, all of this weird stuff is happening. A lot of it is, like, a lot of it is not even Jimmy's fault. Um, like, a lot of the scrapes that Lois gets herself into is, like, um, because she is, like, going after a scoop and putting herself in danger. Um, or it's, like, something to do with, at this time, like, something to do with how she's, like, trying to trick Superman into marrying her, because, you know, women. Um, (sighs) Jimmy, like, does get himself into situations, but, like, oh, dogs. Oh, extremely dogs. (laughs) Um. Does Jimmy ever turn into a dog? Probably. I would be very surprised if he did not turn into a dog. Um, the most famous one, I can't remember if I mentioned in this list, the most famous one is he turns into a giant turtle man. Um, and this happens a few times. Um, I think partly because it's, like, one of the wildest ones, and then they just keep bringing it back. Um, and then at one point, he, like, he's, like, out of work, and he, oh my god. Um, he, like, gets a job, like... (laughs) selling pizza while wearing a giant turtle costume. Um, he, uh, he, in the Matt Fraction, the first issue of the new Matt Fraction, uh, Jimmy Olsen miniseries, um, it does show him turning into a giant turtle man. Um, yeah, so it's, um, (laughs) so it's, uh, it's fun. (laughs) It's weird. Um, and this is just, this is, this is pretty much the whole series. Um, around, like, when, uh, Jack Kirby, 
um, comes back to DC from Marvel in, like, the 70s. Um, he, uh, I'm gonna die. Um, he, he takes over, uh, writing Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen. Um, he, like, is doing all of his, like, own stuff, uh, with the New Gods and Apocalypse and Mr. Miracle and the Fourth World and all of this, like, stuff that Jack Kirby is famous for creating at DC. Um, but he also, um, he takes over writing Jimmy Olsen, um, because, uh, it's, it was, like, one of the only ongoing series where, like, uh, the current writer was, like, planning on retiring pretty soon, and Jack Kirby was like, oh, yeah, I don't want to, like, kick anybody off their book, like, I'll just, I'll just take this one, um, which is a, a weird combo, um, I mean, not that weird. If you're, um, familiar with Jack Kirby, you know that he likes to write a lot of very weird stuff, um, but he also tends to write a lot of, like, very, like, big, epic, cosmic, like, sweeping mythic stuff, um, and Jimmy Olsen was mostly like, oh, today, I, uh, you know, I grew wings, and I flew around Metropolis, and then I couldn't figure out how to get down, and I had to have Superman catch me, and then I went back to my job afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, the series also, um, it canonically establishes that, like, Jimmy Olsen has a fan club, um, and I don't know if they're fans of his photography work, or if they're fans of, um, all of the weird shenanigans he keeps having. Probably a bit of both. I'm imagining, like, a Tumblr fan blog where they're like, and did you know that Jimmy Olsen does photography? Yeah. Look at these photos. Yeah. Reason no, number 12 right. that we love Jimmy Olsen. You're probably absolutely right. Um, but so Jack Kirby comes onto the book um, and uh, brings in, like, a lot of these elements that he was, like, introducing in, like, uh, New Gods and, like, ties them into Jimmy Olsen. Um and also brings in some, like, characters that he did, like, in the 40s, when he was first working at DC. Um, and, uh, just, like, just goes hog wild, because he's Jack Kirby, and, like, nobody's gonna stop him. <laughs> um, they, uh, so he, um, he writes for that for, like, uh, 14 issues, um, and then a little what like fifteen issues after that, um, in like the mid seventies, um, the book is uh is cancelled officially, but like uh they keep doing Jimmy Olsen stories in uh an anthology book called The Superman Family, which is like a like a mega size, like a hundred page book that like includes like Jimmy Olsen features and, uh, Lois and, like, uh, Supergirl and just other, you know, various Superman associates. 
um, and all of the, all of the things that they're doing. They do, um, also start to tone down, um, the weirdness, um, and have him do some, like, actual, uh, journalism work, um. Oh, good! He gets to do his job! He gets to do his job that he has and gets paid to do, um, but, uh, yeah, um, so... That, uh, that's in the mid-70s, um, that's kind of, uh, where he's at, um, in the, uh, in the late 80s, um, Crisis on Infinite Earths happens, uh, DC reboots all of its continuity, um, because they're trying to make it less confusing, and they just made a future where they have to keep rebooting it, like, every five years. Um, <laughs> Good job, DC. But, yeah, I know. But following this, following, like, them collapsing all of their weird timelines into, like, one single canon, um, uh, John Byrne writes a uh, miniseries called Man of Steel that's, like, intended to, you know, just, like, establish what Superman's origin is now in this new continuity. Um which is um where the uh the idea of Jimmy building the watch himself comes from um and he uh he shows up in this is like uh a little bit uh more serious they mostly um give him kind of a uh a less dorky wardrobe <laughs> um lose a lot of the bow ties uh, but, um, the thing is, as we come into the modern age of comics, um, it turns out that a lot of people aren't quite sure what to do about Jimmy. Um, because it's like, well, you have all this extremely weird history, um, and you could just ignore it because it's weird and it was like happening at a time where you know people weren't as concerned about continuity and like you know things actually like relating to and building on each other um and it was totally fine and normal to have like a bunch of like very weird like one-off adventures and everybody comes home and they go that was weird and then they don't talk about it ever again um and that has kind of not really happened so much, you know, in, in like, the, the 80s and 90s. Um, so you could just pretend it didn't happen, which is, like, you know, technically, like, with Crisis on Infinite Earths, you could just say, like, oh, yeah, that doesn't happen. Um, but it is, like, a huge chunk of, like, what this character is known for. Um, or you can, like, acknowledge it. But do you want to be like, oh yeah, like, so Jimmy Olsen, a bunch of like weird stuff happens to him, haha. Or do you want to have it like, actually like having some kind of like, effect on him? Um, cause none of these stories were intended to like really be, you know, thought about too. Like, if you turned into a turtle man in real life, you'd feel pretty weird about it. But, you know, in comics it's just fine and it happens. Um, and then like, I mean, not... if, if you're in a world 
where superheroes exist, I feel like you'd be all like, oh, okay, I guess. I, Is this permanent? I, I mean, we'll find out. I think it would still be a pretty unsettling experience. Yeah, but it wouldn't be like if you or I in the world that we live in turned into a turtle man. No, that is <laughs> that is true. Um that that's fair. Um and it's also like we have like there's a lot more like other super people now. Um like Superboy shows up in the 90s. We've had Supergirl for a while. We've had various Supergirls. Um so like Clark still need Lois for sure like his relationship to Lois is like a very important part of who he is and you know the reason he is the person that he is and like how he relates to all of humanity basically um he doesn't as much need a sidekick who isn't really even a sidekick, but just sort of a young person who gets into trouble a lot, and then Superman rescues him. Um, they do have, um, there's, like, a, like, kind of a recurring thing where, um, he and, uh, Superman go into the, uh, the Bottle City of Candor, which is, like, a, like, a frozen Kryptonian city, uh, in a bottle. Um. I would never have guessed by the fact that it's called the Bottle City. I know. Um, you, you would not, uh, you would not believe it. Um, but it's like, it, it's, it's a Kryptonian city that got shrunk and it's like the last, like, surviving bit of Krypton and sometimes, um, Superman and Jimmy shrink down and they help fight crime there um and superman doesn't have his powers because it's like technically like on krypton um and they um they uh take on the identities of uh nightwing and flamebird which i like um it's pre uh this starts before like dick grayson is nightwing um and i just uh I really like, uh, I just like Nightwing and Flamebird. Which goes for which? Oh, uh, Clark is Nightwing and Jimmy is Flamebird. Nice. Um, and it's funny because they are, like, the, like, the designs of, like, Nightwing and Flamebird are, like, definitely based on Batman and Robin. (laughs) And then later Dick Grayson will be Nightwing, so it's just, like, full circle. Um, but it's fun. I just, I just like, I just really enjoy that Dick Grayson took his superhero name from a Kryptonian thing. Thank you. Um, okay. But, so, anyways, um, kind of like, kind of in a weird place for Jimmy Olsen. Like, uh, after, uh, after the, the Superman's pal thing is sort of, run its course. Um, he does, um, he plays a, um, a role in, uh, Countdown. 
in, like, the mid-2000s, um, which is, like, a lead-up to Final Crisis, which was a major event, and it was not the Final Crisis, for the record. <laughs> I don't think they'll um, ever have a Final Crisis. Uh, no. Um, but he, um, he gets, like, a bunch of, like, just, like, a weird, like, a whole bunch of different superpowers. Um, uh, and then, uh, it turns out that, like, Darkseid is trying to use him as a host, um, I think for a bunch of, like, uh, dead or, like, dying new gods, um, and he wants to, like, use Jimmy to, like, uh, like, reshape the Earth somehow, um, and then at one point during this, he does turn into, like, a giant Godzilla turtle creature and has a fight with Darkseid, um, which is just, you know, it It's normal for the, him by now. It's normal for him by now. It demonstrates the weird duality here of, like, it's very difficult to, like, transfer this well-known aspect of Jimmy's character, um, to, like, a more serious and continuity-based, like, comic storyline. <laughs> um, and, like, um, especially now, um, for the past, like, few years that Clark has, like, a literal, actual son, um... It, like, it's harder to find, like, a space for him to be kind of, like, mentoring a photographer. Um, which is a shame, because I like Jimmy. I get really excited every time they, like, there's, like, a Superman, like, adaptation or parody, and there's just, you know, it's like, yep, and there's Lois, and there's, uh, Perry, and there's some, like, you know, scrawny-looking redhead in a bow tie with a camera. Like, there he is! That's my um, boy! Yeah. Different, like, different adaptations have also, like, kind of, uh, taken liberties with how, like, competent he is. Um, because some, some stories really lean into, like, oh, he's, you know, like, kind of a, a doofus, and that's why he keeps getting himself into these situations. Um... And others are like, no, he's like, you know, he's, he's a little young and over-earnest, but he's like, like, genuinely, like, cares about, you know, his job. Um, it's just sometimes he accidentally gets turned into a great big turtle. Um. Bad luck. Bad, very unfortunate. Um, he also, he makes a, a cameo in Batman vs. Superman, and they, like, kill him off immediately. <laughs> like, Why? You thought we forgot about Jimmy. We didn't. He's just we dead. Jimmy, who has somehow, like, mostly survived for, like, a very long time in comics. They're like, no, I think we're going to kill him off after I mean, we maybe just, that's like, what it was. Maybe they were like, how did Jimmy live this long? He wouldn't live this long. So he's dead now. <laughs> Realistically, this... Young man with no survival skills who's just constantly caught in the crossfire of Superman's villain battles 
Should have died a long time ago. If it's their gritty reboot, then Jimmy would be dead in a gritty reboot. I don't know what to tell you, Olivia. <laughs> it's very, it's it's very unfortunate. Um, pour one out for just, Jimmy Olsen. Pour one out. It's like because I remember watching it in theaters and like having a moment of like, oh heck yeah, Jimmy, and it just be like, what? <laughs> like you're not even gonna like he's not even gonna be part of the movie and then he dies at the end and it's sad. It's just like one scene. Um Oh, oh no, Jimmy. Well, uh, anyway. Ah, uh, beans, Jimmy. Ah, uh, dang. Um he's also um I have not watched a whole lot of uh CW Supergirl, but I know that he is in it. Um and he is uh, a love interest, uh, and he's uh, African American, and he uh, is like he's much like older and cooler, and he goes by James, so you know he's like hit an adult. <laughs> he's an adult. He's a grown man. Um, maybe he dies. I don't know. I'm again like I. <laughs> Have not kept up with Supergirl at all. Um, I also couldn't, I couldn't remember if that was him or if Jeremy Jordan was playing Jimmy Olsen. I can't remember who Jeremy Jordan plays in Supergirl. I think he's just, like, a dude. I mean, that's fair. Um, I didn't even remember that Jeremy Jordan was in Supergirl, so. He is. I'm, like, 90% sure he is. Don't fact check me. Um, but, uh... Yeah, so a weird, a weird time, a weird time to be Jimmy Olsen, where he's, like, primarily seen as, like, sort of, like, a relic of Superman's history, um, like, there haven't been a whole lot of attempts to, like, actively modernize him, or, like, find a new, like, permanent space for him, besides just, you know... He still works at the Daily Planet, and he's, like, there, and he's friends with Clark and Lois. Um, and, um, I, I mean, I hope they do, because he's a nice young man. Um, I really did love the first issue of the Matt Fraction series, so I hope that continues to be good. And maybe we'll see a, a Jimmy Olsen renaissance in 2019. Who knows? 2020, the year of Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> it's finally time. Um, did you have anything else to mention, or have you any comic books to discuss? I believe that'll be a no to both counts. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just check. Hmm, don't think so. I've done hardly anything except for work. And you also know, a little bit of work on not. <laughs> sometimes? It really do be like that. Yeah. Big yeah. oof. Some things I'm just like, I'm gonna wait until I can walk. <laughs> you know, as far as far as excuses go, that is pretty darn valid. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I want to work on this. Uh, it would be easier if I could stand. <laughs> I'm just gonna yeah. wait. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 
I'm so close though, Olivia. I can feel it. I can feel it I, in my bones. I believe in you. I'm saying Anyway, bye. that was your medical update. <laughs> Did no. you read any comics? I'm sending you powerful healing vibes. Um, I did, this was, like, a pretty light week for me, surprisingly. Um, I did, um, there's a, um, new issue of Die, um, which continues, uh, to be terrific. I really need to check out the actual RPG because I'm so interested in it. Um, I need to just, like, sit down and, like, dig into it. Um... Also, um, the letter from Kieran Gillen at the end of the issue, I, like, I mentioned this in the Discord, too, but it, um, included the, um, the quote from Matt Fraction, um, when he was writing Hawkeye, where he said he had two rules for it, and it's, they won't fuck, and the dog won't die. (laughs) Like, God, God bless you, Matt. Um, and there's also, um... A new uh, Over the Garden Wall series, mini-series um, that just started. I think, like, five issues. Um, and um, it's very cute. Um, I like it a lot. I've enjoyed, like, all of the Over the Garden Wall comics they've come out with. Um, none of them enough to be, like, an essential expansion to the original series. Um, which is perfect, um, and requires nothing else, um, but, like, as, you know, as a series is designed with, like, a lot of, like, small kind of episodic, uh, events, it's, like, very easy to, you know, slot comics in and be like, here's some other stuff that happens in this universe, and it's just, like, it's a very, it's a very pleasant universe to be in, um, with great characters, obviously. Um, so that was fun. And, uh, Batman's still going. You know. <laughs> you Batman's know. still out there doing his thing. He's really, he's just, he's just sticking to it. I did just drop my phone on my keyboard. So, I'm Whoops. sorry about whatever noise that made. <laughs> um, but, um, Yeah. I think that's everything. Um, if you want to uh, keep updated on Batman and all of his uh, Batman shenanigans, um, Batmanery, Batmanery, um, and everything else that's going on, um, you can follow us uh, pretty much everywhere on internet. Um, we have a Twitter, a Tumblr. We have a Facebook page, we have an Instagram and a Pinterest. You can just go to Capes and Japes um, on any of those sites. You could uh, send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. If you have a question or a request or anything you want to send us an email about, um, we have a Discord server that we would love for you to uh, pop in and join. Um... It's a fun time. We're hanging out. I, um, found out that, uh, there was somebody at a wrestling event. I don't know what it was. (laughs) I don't think it was WrestleMania. Maybe it's SummerSlam. Um, somebody at a wrestling event, um, 
cosplayed as Nightwing, um, and that ruled. And I saw it in the Discord, and then, like, a few hours later, like, three other people, like, messaged me to be like, you see this guy dressed as Nightwing? So, like, my brand is still on point. Um, um, join our Discord. Um, we have a Patreon if you want to, uh, send a a few bucks our way every month, whatever works for you. You can, uh, get bonus episodes. Um, we, uh, we have movie nights. You can pick which topics we talk about. Um, if you can't do that, but you still, uh, feel like supporting us, uh, getting ratings and reviews means a whole lot. Um, you letting a friend know, um, about the show, if you think they'd be interested in it. Um, and also just you coming back and listening every week. We, we appreciate that. We sure do appreciate you for that. Um, that, and that is it for this week of Capes and Japes. Thank you for joining us. I have been Olivia. And I have been Elion. And as always, kiss me sexy Batmanery. <laughs> oh, Batmanery is so good. I tried to make a joke about Batmanners, and I just couldn't make it in the time of the outro. <laughs> Not this time. Next no. one. We'll get them next time. Alright.